climb aboard if you dare for our new road trip through Scotland. Scenic and beautiful, but of course, looks can be deceiving. Join your hosts as they take you through some of the most terrifying places Scotland has to offer. If you feel safer, you're welcome to wait in the camper until we return. Just know it's had a history full of attracting some heinous, curious creatures, thus being its intended purpose, of course. Fleeing, however, would be ill-advised. Who knows what strange things you'll encounter out there? So far, far from home, where no one will hear you scream. Let us light a warm fire and begin our tale of horror. Your victims, I mean your listeners, have been warned. Tom. I'm Tom. And I'm here in our cryptid camper with Shane. We'd like to thank you for being brave enough to join us for our fourth season of the Scare Your Pants Off, our Scotland road trip. This is episode number 12, and for a haunt, we have set up camp at the Pinky House. So how you doing today, Shay? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really, really good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, uh... What's new? Anything new? You watch anything? Anything going on? Well, first thing new. So this is going to actually air um, a couple weeks from now. So we, we'll probably have more uh, by that point. But I wanted to, and I haven't actually told you this either, because I don't know if, uh, I don't do our social media. Eric does our social media, so I'm not very aware of a lot of it. And he does fantastically. We have. Uh, just very recently, uh, made it over 100 followers just on Facebook alone. Oh, oh sick. That's awesome. Yep, so it's not the biggest number there is, but we've reached 100, which is awesome because our 100th episode is like right around the corner. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't really do the whole social media stuff either. It's like everyone's while I'll open the app, just kind of, kind of see what's happening. And then... I, Kind of close it pretty quick, so but yeah. Eric does a fantastic job with it. It's uh, thank God he's he's there for us because both we, we would have no, like no social media presence otherwise. <laughs> None whatsoever. Nope. So um, that that's really cool. Hundred on Facebook, nice. Right, stuff down. Um, so you watch anything good recently? So, I watched, and it's funny because last week I talked about, I watched Mayfair, which is uh, on Prime, I think. I Yeah, I think it's on Prime. Uh, it's Heredity, which is, I think. Oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah. That, that was on AMC Plus. Um, the show that I'm talking about now is on Prime. Um, I And I don't think it was under AMC, like under your subscribes. I'm pretty sure it was just under Prime. But it was, I think it's called Serenity, which is, I don't apparently I'm going through a phase. Um, and I, actually ended up being really really well the, the kind of story ties around um this boy dies at a unsanctioned party in an abandoned warehouse and there's a, like a whole bunch of stuff that ensued from that i think it's like six or six or eight episodes but um that was a very fast watch for me and it had me from the first episode and it was really really good but uh that's i think that's like mainly what i watched i haven't watched 
a super lot because I've had, I've had a lot of stuff going on, but um, is that, that is definitely that, something I'd recommend. You said it's called Serenity Witches? I think so, yeah. I, I'm going to look it up because it, it's called something Serenity. Okay, cool. I'm writing it down. I, uh, I finished this first season of Ted. I really liked it. I really liked it. Did you so watch it? We've been or? watching it. We're not current. We're not. We have been watching it. Eric likes it more than I do. Um, it's just, it's not a hundred percent my humor, and I don't know why. And it's funny because I found Ted to be hysterical. Ted had me dying. Um, it's, it's funny, but it's, it's cool. I, I love getting the backstory. The, that's basically like what it is for me. Eric is red-faced, almost rolling on the floor, laughing every episode, though. So honestly everybody should give it a watch because he's he can't he can't even handle himself he's falling falling all over the place every episode he's like beat red laughing his ass off and um so i mean that's i mean it says something so yeah yeah i'll say i i probably i think the movies were better you know just i but what i like about the show is the nostalgic feel to even 80s sitcoms even I, I know it takes place in 93, but it sort of has that feel where, you know, it's got the the generic muse mood music that it changes depending on the mood that they want you to have in it and how, you know, the episodes usually tie together by the end and it's, a, it's sort of a happy ending. Yeah. And I know that's intentional on McFarlane, yeah. you know, his, his, um, so I, I really, really like that. I, I will say, and I'm not sure because I didn't really dive, but you know, because it is a prequel sort of and takes place in 93. I think some of the jokes that they use wouldn't have played in 93 because I don't think that those terms even existed then yeah. and stuff. It's, um, it's not, there's not many, but there's a few that I'm like, huh, I don't, know that that was a thing in 93 and I don't and I could be wrong maybe it was but it just it, it, it seemed like it's like no that's a modern sort of 2010 post 2010 sort of joke is that but they're supposed to be in 1993 yeah that was the only well not the only thing but uh other than that yeah I thought it was uh I, thought, I hope they do an, another season of it because I I was definitely definitely laughing at some of the stuff it just and, and just so like ted and one scene ted doing mad libs and it just brought me back to doing mad libs as a kid and like what he's doing he's yeah. you know doing doing the dirty things like all little boys did back yeah. in the day mad libs and stuff and so i um yeah and and then the sort of it's i do appreciate too it's sort of when it gets a little bit meta, like they're they're playing hockey out in the road, and then Ted's just like, "Yeah," and nobody's even questioning where you got all this hockey uniform for a teddy bear <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I definitely, like you said, I for those out there, if you're a fan of comedy, especially if you're a fan of Seth MacFarlane and Family Guy and all that stuff, uh, give it a give it a check out. I thought that was um, that was pretty fun. Um, that show that I was talking about is Sanctuary. 
a witch's tale. I don't know why I keep saying serenity. It's sanctuary, a witch's tale, before Dang. I forget. I'm gonna write that down right now before I uh, forget. Okay. Sanctuary. A witch's tale? Yeah. Okay. Sanctuary. A witch's tale. Alright. Cool. Alright. Um, anything else we want to discuss before we jump in? Or... So there's one more show and it's called Criminal Record and it's funny because I'm trying to remember where I watched it. If you Google Criminal Record Thriller Series from 2024, it'll pop up. For some reason, I can't get it to tell me where where, where I'm watching it because that's whatever. But um, I'm only like a couple episodes in, but like I'm I'm riveted like because I, I don't I'm super intrigued by that. Too. I think I'm like I think I'm like two or three episodes in. All right, Criminal but Record. Because I feel like yeah. I've seen, like, something that said criminal, like, you know, like a, po not a poster, but online, like something. Crim, now they say, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, it's on Apple. It's on, on Apple. Apple. Okay, so I definitely, because I just signed up, because they had three free months for Apple, and I wanted to watch the, the final episode of Marnark, um, yeah. so I signed up. So, ooh, I'll check, I'll definitely check that out. Criminal record on Apple. All right. Uh, anything else before? Nope. I think that's all I got. Okay. Well, I, uh, you have our curious creature of the week. So. Pay no attention to those distant screams of terror. I'm sure they're just our hands, creature or cryptid. You should be safe right here. I do. So, I, I, I talked about it last week briefly. Your cryptid last week is very, very similar to my cryptid. There are some differences, but just note that there are going to be some similarities going forward. I'm going to talk about the store worm. S-T-O-O-R. Store worm. Now, it's a sea serpent surprise um <laughs> thought to have <laughs> thought to have been created by malevolent spirits now it has old norse origins as the store worm aka uh, sorry as the store worm is thought to be fathered by loki now there have been tales of sightings in and around the uh the orkney which was not always Part of Scotland. It did not always belong to Scotland. Um, it is said that this dragon-like serpent could bring entire cities into the sea, sweeping them in with his giant forked tongue. Hmm. Its head is said to be as big as a mountain, and its eyes wider and darker than any lock. Now, these are rough quotes, because I'm finding it described pretty similarly a lot of different places. Wherever the store worm felt like resting his head, the people then were demanded to feed it when he woke. He could tell when he was waking because he yawned nine times. So there's that symbolism again. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Now, he had a very specific appetite is what he required of the people wherever he decided to rest. 
he was to be fed seven virgins. Mm -hmm. Now, eventually, with rising fear of losing their daughters, the people consulted a wizard who gave them the solution. Now, the solution was to feed the creature the king's daughter. I don't know why she was the end all here. I can't seem to find that, but it's, it is said that if he was fed the king's daughter, that he would just go. Now, the king was deeply scared of losing his only daughter and offered reward to anyone who could slay the dragon. Most ran away at the sight of it. The rest fought valiantly and died. Now, one day, after hearing of this creature, the seventh son of a seventh son uh, arrived by boat and was pulled into the dragon's mouth with one of his giant tide-inducing yawns. From within, he exited his boat, found the creature's lizard, pierced it, cut a hole in it, and then stuffed it with kindling and set it ablaze. Now, in the thrashing, the dragon would then uh, release the seventh son of a seventh son, and he watched the dragon burn from the shore. And that's that's my creature uh, for the week. Okay, so that's our. I'm taking a lot of notes. <laughs> what a cool one! That's got to be, I think, in my opinion, one of the cooler sort of water yeah. cryptids that we've done. Um, I agree. Just because of yeah, the, everything. So okay, it's a sea serpent. I, I love Norse mythology, or ties to Norse mythology, because it just, um, their, their mythology and lore is so rich and just uh, integral to their way of life. Fathered by Loki, really interesting. Mm -hmm. I love the show Loki. I know it's completely different, but it just sure. made me think of the, the show Loki. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Dragonlight Serpent... Oh, just the idea of it being able to pull entire cities into the sea by its forked tongue. It's such a cool sort of visual. I, I, I really, really like that. Like, pulling. I, I get a, a, a Game of Thrones sort of vibe or something. And yeah. Very cool. Uh, <laughs> I love the people are demanded to feed it. It yawns nine times, like you mentioned, uh, going back to that nine. Um, uh, leave it to a wizard to find the solution. Just, you know, good thing for these wizards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, feed it. I did the, the king's daughter, I, I, I guess. Because king's daughter is worth more than other people's daughters, maybe. I mean, I, I did. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get back into the numbers again. Seventh son of a seventh son. I've always liked those sort of stories. Oh, the, you know, yeah. seventh son of seventh son born on the seventh night, or what? You know, that's so. Um, that's cool. Another one where he goes into a, a water cryptid stomach. He kills it essentially from the inside out, just like last week. So <laughs> um, I like that. So, no, this was a really, really cool one. Um, 
one of the, uh, like I said, one of the cooler uh, water cryptids that we've done. I like the name too, Storeworm. It just a uh, cool name. Uh, um, so it made me think of this as we were talking. I meant to say this while we were discussing, you know, pre, uh, while we were discussing like, what we watched in, in the show before we get into the meat of the show. Uh, last night, so when I get home from work, you know, it's late, it's it's almost two o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, I throw on the TV, but lately I, I don't throw on something that I really want to, like, I watch or I have to pay attention, because I end up falling asleep at some point, and then I have to go yeah. back and find. So I go to YouTube a lot, and, and you know, just watch uh, old um, Tales from the Crypt, or stuff like that, old Twilight Zone, um, because if I fall asleep, well, last night, as I'm going through, come across a video, 101 cryptids you've never heard of. I'm like, oh, I gotta check this out. I'll tell you, we've heard of most of them. You, you uh, and I. You know what? I had a feeling. You and I, I mean, there was a few that I, I hadn't, but it was, and, and they're pretty obscure, but that's why I was more curious, because I, I was like, yeah, you know, we have done some pretty obscure ones over the course of our coming up on a hundred episodes, you know. So and uh, so, I thought that I was, I was fun. I was like, well, you know, we've heard of them. <laughs> yep. Like the cactus cat was one of them. I know we have discussed cactus cats and stuff like that. Yeah. So, oh yeah. That's uh, awesome. I like. That makes me feel really good that like you watched the show with a hundred cryptids that we need, we probably don't know about, but we I that makes me feel really good. Yeah, yeah, it was same thing. That's why I clicked on it. I was like, I have a feeling we've heard of probably at least half of these, and I would say, yeah. you know, I didn't get it through the whole video because I it was late, but we had heard of a lot of them, so but that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, no, great choice. I I I really like that. Um, very cool water cryptid. So, all right. Do we have anything else on the star worm? Nope, that's it. All right. Well, I have our haunt for the week. Ah, you're still here. Step on in for those terrifying haunted tales. I'm sure there's nothing to really be afraid of. This week, we've set up the camp at the Pinky House. And this is a cool one. Um, it was tough getting a ton of information. I mean, I got quite a bit of information, but it was, it was tough, I will say, finding some stuff on this. So, the Pinky House is a three-story L-plan tower house located in or near Musselburgh, West Lothian, Scotland. Interesting fun fact about Musselburgh, it is believed to be the oldest town or settlement in all of Scotland that is, still exists today. So, I always like little, little fun facts like that. Mm -hmm. So... Believed to have been built in the 16th century, um, I I didn't see, I couldn't find any definitive date, but saw 1540s or 1550s most often. Um, 
The building has been substantially enlarged over the years, with additions being built on it in the 17th, 18th, and 19th centuries, respectively. Throughout its history, the building has housed some of Scotland's and the UK's most prestigious people, like lords, ladies, dukes, duchesses, etc. Uh, uh, just a couple names, George and Alexander Seaton, Lord Fivey, uh, and James VI's Chancellor lived here at one point. And actually, during the Jacobite Rising of 1745, the residence was used as an infirmary for the sick, wounded, and dying. And it is believed that some of those soldiers that died here still haunt the building and property to this day. And I'll, do a, I'll get a little more on that in a little bit. In 1951, the Pinky House was bought by the Loretto School and was ex expanded upon in the 1970s with the addition of two new buildings on the grounds. The Loretto School is a boarding and day school for girls and boys and this is what it said, and I almost corrected it, and then I just left it. For girls and boys aged 0 to 18. It said 0 to 18. I don't think you can be aged 0, but that was... Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could be not 1, but I, I still don't yeah. think that makes you... I think once you're out, you're you're not 0. Yeah, that's that's how I... I that's what I was yeah. thinking. So, but that's what it said in the research. All right. So, let's get into some of the fun stuff. So, as I mentioned earlier, part of the building was used as an infirmary during the Jacobite Rising Uprising of 1745. Well, it's believed some of the happenings are some of those that died here. In the room where the infirmary was, people claim to have an overwhelming sense or feeling of dread, People have also claimed to smell something that is rotting or decaying, not unlike a uh, decom decomposing corpse. Additionally, screams, cries, and wails have been heard, as well as sightings of orbs, flashes of light, and shadow figures, and full-on apparitions. Which, you know, kind of makes sense. Alright, but the main haunt or ghost here is that of an apparition known as the Green Lady or Green Jean. Now, from my research, I found that Scotland has several Green Jeans, and it is due to the fact that, and please correct me if I'm wrong, guys, out there if you know, gene or green gene is a, like a colloquialism for ghosts or spirits in Scotland. They they use the term gene uh, for for spirit. I could be wrong on that, but that's what I seem to be finding in my research. So, but again, correct me, correct us, write us in, let us know if I'm wrong. This particular green gene's identity is a bit of a mystery. Some believe the ghost to be the boggle of a one Lilius Drummond, who died at Dalgetty in 1601 and was the wife of Alexander Seaton. But 
More recent findings do not seem to support this. Although she is associated with Fivey Castle, she did not seem to have much association with the, the Pinky House. Moreover, this particular green gene is often accompanied by an apparition of a child. And I could not find any records of her having a child that died here. Another suggestion, and the more likely candidate for this ghost, um, is a Lady Jane, aka Jane, Jean Seaton. Possibly the daughter of George Seaton, 3rd Earl of Winton. Supposedly, Jean Seaton died unwed in 1636 and is said to have murdered her child. Um, and her child would have been what we call a bastard, which I hate that term, but, you know, born out of a wedlock, so... Um, I don't know if that was the reason that she may have killed her child or not. They couldn't find too much on, on that. Green Jean's appearance, and the child for that matter, is said to be a bad omen for any who see them. And they might run into it some bad luck or, you know, some stuff after seeing them. When they appear, there is said to be a palpable feeling of dread. I cannot find any info as far as whether, whether they say, if they speak, or do anything beyond appearing. <laughs> Obviously, appearing, creeping people out, and then disappearing. Didn't seem like there was too much more, but, I mean, their appearance is frightening enough, in my opinion, and um, we all know my feeling on ghost children, so it just adds an air of creep, uh, creepiness to it. Um, there's not much more here I'm going to discuss, but there is other things going on here, like always, guys, uh, um, and, you know, do a deeper dive. Some of the other things, you know, disembodied voices, orbs, cold spots, hot spots. Um, but I'm going to talk about two rumors that I came across and doing the research, and these, um, the first one, there's a rumor that there is a haunted underground passage that connects Pinky House with Falside or Falside Castle. But it seems that this is just a rumor because nobody has ever found a passage or tunnel. And even by today's standards, to make a passage, underground tunnel passage that far between these two buildings would be a crazy, crazy feat of engineering. So, it does not seem that there is a haunted passage tunnel underneath the castle. And then, another rumor, because like I had mentioned earlier, that it is now owned by the Loretto School as a boarding and a day school as well. Um, so, obviously we know we were teenagers at one time, and how rumors and, and innuendo um, spreads, you know, the game of telephone, and, and there was a rumor, and I think I only saw it on Reddit, I, and uh, that possibly a student had committed suicide here, uh, one of the boring students, and that you could see his uh, apparition walking the halls. But again, 
I do believe that to be just a rumor. I think I don't even, it might have been only on Reddit because like I said, I use a lot, we both use a lot of resources. Um, and I only found it in one place, but I like to mention those little things in case any of our listeners um, do a deeper dive and come across it and wonder why we didn't discuss it. Um, it's, but it, it seems like it's just a room or just teenage kids mm-hmm. being probably trying to creep each other out. Oh, I saw this ghost and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So that is what I got for the Panky House. Very cool. That was that was very, very good. <clears throat> I took a couple notes. So it, it's a so it's uh was used as an infirmary for the Jacobite Rising. Now again, we've we've talked about like Valda Culloden and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And those were brutal, horrible violence. And I know I know war is violent, I get that. But like it was something different it, it had a, it it was a different level of just massacre when you talk about these things yes so the energy obviously is going to be you're going to feel dread you're going to feel just absolutely friggin awful because they felt absolutely awful yeah now the main rest of my notes I'm, so my biggest note here I want to talk about the green light because that has you said that, and I, and I listened to everything else, but some I could not get the green lady out of my head. So I have, I have some thoughts. I want to clarify one thing. Did you say that one of the possibilities was someone that drowned? Uh, not the no, no, I did not say. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So the green lady. The way I'm thinking about this is, if you if you kind of go back to where the mindset was back then. No, one of the one of the possibilities was that it was an unwed mother who killed her child. Uh, that one very specifically sticks out to me because back ages ago, if a woman became pregnant and she was not wed, she was not supported by a man or anything, she was punished. I'm not saying it's right. You don't you don't kill your baby and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it was probably out of desperation because she knew whatever life her and her baby were gonna have. Because whoever got her pregnant was no longer there. I mean, it, it was probably, she probably did it out of mercy, honestly, is what I think. Wow. Well, I, you know, I, I knew it was frowned upon to, you know, have, you know, try, I didn't realize that that was I mean, sort of, well, that's crazy. It, it, it could land you in one of those quote-unquote hospitals. No. Uh, and... Yeah, so it, it wasn't it's not good. It's, uh, it oh. might as well be prison, and honestly, I think in some cases, if I'm not mistaken, it could be prison. Um, now, the green lady, she's green. She has green pewter or skin or whatnot, and, and I am thinking, I'm putting myself in that in that mindset. What was, what was one of the most common type of women to be punished, to be tortured, to be hung, burned, drowned back then were witches, right? Mm-hmm. Now, so often in in so many depictions, and again, I am a witch. I don't I don't take offense to this. I understand the you know the I understand that it's just part of entertainment. But so often witches are depicted in TV and in movies and in cartoons forever as green skin. 
there's oodles of reasons why this is that way. Give it a Google. Um, but I almost feel like that could be how she's being seen because I don't know, maybe they're seeing her that way because she was a witch. Maybe maybe it is it is so assumed that that could be a thing that people who are seeing her are seeing her as green because they're maybe naive and don't actually know that they don't have green skin. It's when you it's a woman with green skin back then and that's all that's the only place my mind goes for some reason. So my my the only thing is I'm I and I will do an addendum next week if I um I don't know if she had green skin or if she was wearing oh. green. Oh, I heard it completely wrong. So, I completely had that in my head wrong. And because I do, and um, and I forgot to put this in my note, and I'll have to double check because it could be green or it could be both. You know, um, I'll have to double check on that. And I just only say that because in case somebody did a deep dive and they're like, uh, "Hey, you guys said she had green skin," because she may have. Um, but I believe in one of them, and I meant to write it down. And because I use so we use so many different resources, sometimes you forget to jump back to one to put. I believe an, there was actually a picture of um, the second lady, the one that uh, killed her her child, uh, yeah. wearing a green frock, whatever a frock oh. is. I, I don't know what a frock is. <laughs> um, I think but, it's like a like a like a dress i think it's like a like a loose fitting non shape hugging dress okay that makes sense but i could be wrong it could i would like i said i will double check or it could like i said it could be or it could be both it could be she's wearing green and has green hue to her skin um i will definitely i'm making a note of it right now and i will see if i can clarify that at least next week but Regardless, I think it's still a good point because even it, the green being associated with witches, even if she's wearing green, you know, it, 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 it still ties it, it, to me. And it's a good point because as we find, like you said, it's back in the day, that was just, you didn't know what a woman was. She's a witch. <laughs> like yeah. it was just that's in uh, and that was the common common thing so uh, oh she drinks she drinks herbal tea burner yeah, exactly <laughs> she likes like, she likes to light candles uh, that smell fun ooh burner Sorry. she wants to help people you know like, burner. exactly yeah. so um but yeah like I said I will get I will I will get more clarification on that just to um for our listeners just for next week for sure but yeah that was a cool one that was a fun one um like i said it was tough at first but it's uh it was once once i was able to start finding some stuff on it i was like oh this is cool and i like the fact that it's a school now too just because it just kind of I'm sure those le- uh, legends and stories, like I said, kids being kids, popping up, and uh, it's got to be a cool place to to be. So, all right. Uh, do we have anything else on that? Uh, 
for no, no, I think I think that's all I got. That was really good though. Alright. Well, I believe you have our strange encounter. Ah, uh, you survived. Just long enough for our encounter beyond strange. I do. So, we. I had a list of the ones that I was going to do. And again, I've, I've said this before, but um, I've already done them because uh, they are the other ones that I've already done because people <laughs> in Scotland like to give the same thing multiple names. And that's fine. Okay. Um, but. So I've had to venture a little out of the the norm for us. And and that's fine. That's why it's a strange encounter, not a UFO encounter or an alien encounter. It's a strange thing. Um, now, I'm going to talk about the fairy coffins of Edinburgh. Oh, okay. Right? So in 1836... Some boys were out hunting rabbits. Doesn't say how many boys, just some boys were out hunting rabbits. Um, and now Elmer Fudd is in my head. <laughs> West, yeah. West. <laughs> yeah. Um, they stumbled across, they stumbled upon a secluded cave. Inside they found 17 small slate-covered coffins. And inside those coffins were tiny wooden figures wearing handmade clothing. Now, to this day, no one has actually claimed or taken responsibility or figured out who put these there. Some believe, however, that they were linked to the 17 victims of infamous serial killers of Edinburgh, Burke, and Hare. And that's what I got. Uh, all right, so Burke and here come up again. Um, I know we discussed them earlier in the season at some point. Um, very, very prolific serial killers at the time. That's really interesting. Um, mm -hmm. The fairy coffins of Edinburgh. So you said there's 17 plate-covered Coffins is right. Slate, slate covered, like like little uh, stone slabs. Slate covered. Okay. Yep. Slate covered, and the wooden figures inside had were had clothing on. That's fucking creepy. It really is right. Like that is yeah. just it alone, but in a vacuum, that is creepy. Like, I mean, I. And Look so, up pictures. Look up pictures of it, because it's not. It is yeah, as creepy as it is right now in your head. It's it's even creepier when you look it up. It's like Google the pictures of the fairy coffins, because it's I'm, yeah, it's creepy. I'm definitely gonna because I be in general. I find uh, ventriloquist dummies and stuff creepy in general. Just that like and and st and little things like that and. <laughs> gnomes and shit you know they just there's something creepy about them and trolls and so yeah that's i don't know and then the fact that nobody's taking credit nobody like why are they here what 
what is going on? Why didn't they call? I, uh... Yeah, none I, of it's okay. None, yeah. of it's, none of it's alive, yeah. Why are they in coffins? <laughs> Why are... I, in their dress! Like, they're not even just carved. They're dressed in hand... Like, someone went out of the way to, like, hand make them clothes. They carved them. Made them clothes. Built... Built them coffins. Seventeen built coffins. And then and then they just left them. Like, that's a lot of work for just I'm gonna leave this shit here. That's weird. That's creepy. Uh, that, and then I do like the, the, just that whole the tie-in with Birkin here and their 17 victims. I mean, that's that's kind of kind of wild and makes my mind go in a bunch of, like, I, is is this like, is it them and they're sick? Like, they, they, like after they kill, they do, uh, I, Oh. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's not okay. <laughs> like, none of it's okay. And if it is them, and they're creating, you know, they're killing people, and then creating little figures and dressing. Those guys are way sicker than we ever realized. If they're doing that, like that, adds a whole other sort of just. I don't even know what to those. I mean, they're already bad, you know, serial killers. They're not good dudes, and it's mm. like, wow, very cool choice. I love it. I love when our strange encounters too go outside the realms of. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love discussing the UFOs and stuff. That yeah. stuff it's just fascinating. But I do love when our strange encounters are maybe not so UFO oriented or something, and it's just another weird happening. So. Great, great choice. Good pivot on that. I really, um, I really like that. And it's sort of it's just that short description. It's sort of like nightmare fuel for me. It's, um, it just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like just a ton of things that I find creepy in in a, in a sh small little package here. So it's. Uh, I like, like uh, I like going like thrift stores with my mom. We go to like different thrift stores. I just like finding like unique weird things and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And um, and it's I'm telling you, I can't. I can spend about ten seconds in the in the porcelain doll section that they all have. They all have a section of of porcelain dolls, and baby dolls freak me out too. Like when the ones with the eyes that open and close, and one inevitably gets stuck partially open or partially closed, and that's not okay for a human to have. To be around, but it's the porcelain dolls. I don't know what it is because they just they they look at you, and it's it, you can and and it's like ventriloquist dummies don't freak me out. If you know me, there's really not a lot of things that freak me out. Porcelain dolls though can can go eat a egg. I don't know. They're not okay. I agree. I uh, dated a girl, and her mom was a doll collector. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, when she had went off to college, the mom had moved a bunch of the dolls into her old bedroom. And uh, I remember we went back to visit and uh, or see her mother. And I remember walking in that room and like sweating, just being like, <laughs> it was just everywhere, everywhere you turned, there was little eyes looking at you. I mean, mm -mm. I say doll like it was enormous dog. Like we're talking hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds. Yeah, you know, of just nope. it was not okay. 
it was that's not... a red flag for a human for me like that's <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry if i'm offending anybody that collects dolls but that's a red flag for me i don't there's something yeah you're, you're all very nice people but that's not okay don't do that well what happened too is so i, I kind of just made an off-the-cuff comment to my girlfriend at the time and was like oh that's a little bit creepy well her and her parents had like volatile relationship and they were arguing about something and then she goes yeah and tom even said they're fucking creepy and i was like oh. Oh, why'd you say oh. that? i was like don't fucking bring me into your fight and now oh. i see this lady for the next five days and she knows i called her doll collection creepy <laughs> so, so hear me out hear me out let me let me just let me just play a little devil's advocate you really there's no there's no way that her mom didn't know they were creepy right people who <laughs> people who have dolls have to know you have to know there's you're like these little eyes watching you and judging you for breathing i don't i don't know what it is but like yeah they're like there's no way you don't know they're creepy like i collect creepy things i do i know i collect creepy things i have horror, horror movie memorabilia and posters and weird pictures and I'm creepy, and I get it, but ooh, that's a different creepy. Yeah. If, and if I know I'm creepy, people who collect dolls have to know that that's creepy. They have to. And I think partly, even if it's subconsciously, that's maybe why they, maybe why they collect them. I don't know. It's what it feels like to me. That's a good point. She had to know there that it's a little. And she was. I wouldn't say she collected everything. She was like an antiquer, so she had like a lot of different collections. Uh, you know jewelry just all sorts of stuff but um it, but yeah it, it's just something about those dolls so <laughs> oh boy all right well do we have anything else for him today nope i think that's all i got all right well Thanks for joining us, and we are so glad you made it out alive. Be sure to come back next week when our haunt brings us to Glencoe. It's in the Highlands. Until then, happy camping. Bye. Thanks, guys. As always, thank you for joining us. Come back next week. If you're brave enough, for those looking to take it one step further, be sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram. And check out our terrifying new website too, sypopodcast.com. And spread the word. Tune in on all major platforms.